Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to introduce you. I want to introduce you to the Sharon Kleina Hour. I'm Sharon Kleina. You've had the show for 13 years, and it's been exciting. And I want to thank all of you, all the guests from all over the world that come in and participate in what I call a laboratory of listening to new research, new discoveries, new thinking, and reminding us all of what is going on. The show is called The Power of Water and Water Life Science. Many years ago, over 30 years ago, I found myself alarmed at the lack of education about water on the planet. And as you've been hearing, it's been, it should be the focus, but it's not. We've got to be able to get ourselves in a position to where our leaders are elected to make priority of what makes our planet healthy. And it's always going to be water first. It has to be. When Earth began, it began with water. And with that water came all that is seen and unseen in your life. You are water. Each of your organs is a percentage of water. And you, you are um, originated in your mother's water and her womb in the water. And then when you're born and you come out like a sponge and begin evaporation of water to begin life on earth living with the water vapor that's living with you in the atmosphere. Without that water vapor in the atmosphere, you wouldn't be able to live. It charges you like a lightning it charges you like a socket in the wall, like a, you're the battery, living with the energy of the water vapor of the atmosphere. But from moment of birth, you begin an evaporation to serious dehydration to death. And that's why they look at dehydration as serious. We've been studying that evaporation of water of the human body living with the atmosphere for many, many years now, for almost three decades. And when we were brought to attention to study not only the skin and what is happening to your skin as the largest organ of the body living in, with the outside living with the atmosphere, but your inside of that skin is living with the rest of those organs that are a percentage of water. You would not have been born if you didn't get a certain percentage of water per organ. 
Once you're born, that percentage of water begins to diminish called evaporation. And that evaporation, living with this planet, is what began Earth. You're recycling what Earth began. What is created with water is living water. It's a life. It's alive. It's what invented time to be for eternity is water first. That's what a priority water is on this planet. Without water, the plants wouldn't live. The trees wouldn't live. Your soil becomes sand. It all changes. The atmosphere changes. What is climate change on this planet, living with the solar system? A challenge. Because we on Earth are inventing solar panels to use the atmosphere. We're flying planes that use the atmosphere. We're, we're, we're uh, all of our wireless and phones and, and power and everything and life. And what we're doing is using the water vapor of the atmosphere. And that water vapor of the atmosphere is being utilized the way it is, living with the solar system. It all began for a reason. With a rhythm. There was a rhythm that began at the beginning with evaporation, and we have to be wise that that water has to be a priority of life. Now, once we start learning to work with our leaders... And prioritize what the meaning of that means. The climate change has to have priority of water on the planet for the atmosphere to be able to survive and be healthier for all of us. We need to drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a day to keep replenishing oils, need and water to be able to have living soil and the aquifers to fill below. The surface of the planet has to have a certain amount of surface water able to have a healthier atmosphere. And think about that. They're letting all the rivers and the streams get smaller. They didn't like dams. I call them reservoirs of water. Those reservoirs provide water to work with the planet Earth so that it can work with the atmosphere and help during times that there isn't not a lot of rain. They're called reservoirs of water. Very important. I don't know what they were thinking, that they didn't want them. They all had their reason for different species. But our forefathers found ways of our species living. 
with the way they went about, and we should have kept learning how to do that with those reservoirs. But people are experimenting with Earth life, Earth species, called experimentation, and I've been very alarmed. Today we're going to have a very exciting guest. I'm really looking forward to it. Dr. Sarah, Sarah Figari Almeni. She's recognized as one of the top doctors in 2019 in Washington, D.C. area, and Dr. Fanani, uh, Dr. Sarah Figart, is the founder and the principal practitioner of an Eastern Roots of Wellness. Dr. Fagan is a licensed Chinese medical practitioner specializing in providing individualized and holistic medical treatments. We're going to learn today a lot, and I can hardly wait for the laboratory to open up with her to come on, because we will be learning And that's what we have our guests on for worldwide. If they come in, it's like you're listening to a laboratory of research and and, and new reminders for us to remind ourselves of some things that we may know some of it, but reminding ourselves of what more we can learn. We're going to listen first to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Many years ago... About 20 years ago, research in ophthalmology asked me if I would study the organ of the eye the way I did the skin. I did, after a period of time. And I showed them that that 99% water at the surface of the eye, when it is evaporating, has to be supplemented, especially with a humidifying supplement. The problem needs to be done daily within time like we use our toothbrushes and many other things for reasons of the atmosphere to live with it. So we invented, filed patents and got patents awards all over the world with scientists agreeing. We were right. Dry eye causes vision impairment because of that water evaporation of the eye. It's gone and it does cause blindness and it's out of control. We need to educate nature's tears, eye mist, and with the humidifying method of so comfortable, so easy, with 100% tissue culture grade of water. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. 
Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Audience, I want to invite you to listen and introduce you to Dr. Sarah Baggert Almeni. Doctor, are you with us? I am. Welcome, or I should say thank you for having me. Well, I was excited today, and I think our show is very timely, that you could take some time away Mm -hmm. from your busy schedule um, to work with this laboratory of radio show. We always try to get it to sound like we're studying uh, together, (laughs) and we're Mm -hmm. in the midst of learning where the audience can overhear um, some new research and some new discovery that's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about you, though, before we begin. Your past, why you became okay. mm-hmm. specialized the way you are. Uh, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Uh, so I actually, uh, I'm from Northern Virginia. That's where I'm practicing right now. I actually moved to the D.C. area originally to get into politics. Spent about, what, seven years studying public policy. Um, figured that that would be my life path. However, um, when I was getting my master's degree, I noticed um, my body started having some issues. I started having allergies. I developed insomnia. I was having panic attacks. Um, Unfortunately, at that time, uh, doctors were having difficulty kind of giving a name to some of the conditions I was going through. Uh, So eventually one day, I just didn't go back to work. I ended up taking a year off. Luckily, my husband was very, uh, <laughs> he's very accommodating uh, uh-huh. for me doing that. And uh, I, one day I remember being a, uh, a functional medicine doctor, right? He told me that I could do more tests, but they would come back inconclusive or they would come back normal. He said, you know what? Your body's not happy. Why? And that's on you to figure out. And I, and I thought, you know what? That's right. I, I don't think I want to be in politics. So I... Started thinking about what I did want to do, and I realized that all of the um, alternative therapies I had been trying out in my year off uh, were of interest to me. That was something I liked to, to do myself. That was something I thought would be beneficial for others. And when I came back to D.C., the only accredited program in the area was that of acupuncture. And so here I am, 10 years later, absolutely in love with what I do. 
Okay, so you didn't <laughs> plan on being a... Were you a doctor when you uh, were in politics? I was not. So uh, when I was in politics, I, you know, got my undergrad. I had gone to uh, get my master's degree in public policy. And then I kind of, you know, had my little um, epiphany that I needed to be doing something different. So I started by going to school for acupuncture to get my master's degree. And while doing that, um, a doctorate program for acupuncture opened up. So I decided to pursue that as well. Okay. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you became uh, an MD, or w- w- you became a doctor of of Doctor Chinese medicine. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it's okay. A lot of people don't. I think. I, I think for most of us, we're we're used to the term acupuncturist or licensed acupuncturist, LAC. Um, however, mm-hmm. there are some doctorate programs that have been going out in the past couple of years, and so now we do have a different kind of doctor, right? We have Western MDs, we have osteopathic doctors, um, we have uh, chiropractic doctors, but now there are um, doctors of acupuncture or doctors of acupuncture and oriental medicine. So it it has really come a long way to finally be respected and recognized. (laughs) Absolutely, Absolutely. and I think it's continuing just to gain momentum as well. Right, it will, it will. And so <laughs> when you began to have acupuncture for yourself, did you mm-hmm. find, and you switched over to a professional uh, um, compassion of your life, right. did you mm-hmm. find yourself getting healthier? Absolutely. Um, so I definitely got healthier. Um, my panic attacks went away. Um, when I used to have panic attacks, maybe once every one to two weeks, I think I've had about two in the past 10 years. Um, I still mm-hmm. sometimes will have um, insomnia flare-ups, but between mm-hmm. acupuncture and Chinese herbs, I can usually take care of it before, mm-hmm. you know, it goes past a day or two. And my husband likes to say that uh, I'm a much nicer person overall. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, are, mm-hmm. you, are, you, are, you, are you a Chinese-born, um, or were you born here in America? I was uh, born in the U.S., Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you decided to get into Chinese medicine. I did. Uh, you know, to be honest, when I was back in politics or even, you know, before the high, high school, I didn't even know uh, Chinese medicine was a career I could have. I didn't really know much about acupuncture. So to have found it and to practice it was something that I never thought I would do. And I still think for mm-hmm. some people, um, they might not be aware of it, that it is an option uh, for their health care, but I'm, I'm just really glad I found it. Good. And how long have you been practicing now? Uh, about six years. Uh, I was in school for 10 years, yes. And then I apprenticed mm-hmm. with a very fantastic practitioner also in the area for about four years in addition to schooling. Mm-hmm. And you were just recognized in 2019 as one of the top in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so very humbling. <laughs> yeah, so your future is co- coming along there. Now, today I'm going to be picking your brains All right. about, um, start out with, I love common sense. Mm-hmm. In, in educating okay. people. I have 
this evaluation. Okay. Many, many, many years of studying here. Mm -hmm. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center. And my priority was studying water life science and the human life's evaporation of body water loss living with mm-hmm. the atmosphere. And I found myself, we, we, I was the first to ever get that into the medical field. And uh, with our product that they asked me to study and we invented Nature's Tears, I missed is 100% tissue culture grade water. But we okay. sit in the drugstore pharmacy section. We sit in the pharmacy for the first time, not over in holistic. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm, a lot of, I'm very respectful of that section of holistic, the nature. <laughs> done a lot okay. of shopping there, done a lot of purchasing there. And I'm mm-hmm. a very much of a be- believer in the nature of our health. Okay. One thousandth percent, obviously, okay. because I study evaporation of water. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I've learned is that people want to complicate that section over there Mm -hmm. in the health section. Uh, We'll call it the health food, the holistic more. They want to complicate, let's say, Chinese medicine. They want to complicate Mm -hmm. acupuncture. Right. I don't like Mm -hmm. doing that. Mm -hmm. I want it to be common sense why. For thousands of years, okay. they were using these procedures yes. mm-hmm. and these methods that for thousands of years, they were finding out how they worked, how they really worked over right. medicine. Mm-hmm. And then they learned through thousands of years about nutrition what it could do for a medicine of the body, too. They didn't listen. They wanted to complicate it all. Mm -hmm. And that's why I chose to do it differently and um, gained a lot of respect throughout the world in the United States for what I've done. But I want you today to tell them, first of Mm -hmm. all, about acupuncture. Now, acupuncture okay. is working with the nerve endings of the body. Cor- corrupt, yes. Uh, and so then acupuncture is the... You need to describe to them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the body is working with the nerve endings with water in the body. Mm-hmm. And those nerve endings are being charged with the atmosphere's water vapor, or it would, there, there would be no reaction to life. Right. Those nerve endings are vital now Absolutely. to your body. Vital. They operate all that electric wiring in the body, for example, electric energy, I'll call it, in the body to be able to function all those organs, the lung, to work with the heart Mm -hmm. and more, the brain, water and evaporation and oxygen and energy. 
to live mm-hmm. with that atmosphere. Right. The skin covering all of that is protecting each individual body of life, all life. That surface of the, of the skin is protecting the rest of the body to be able to function with those nerve endings. Now, yes. would you mm-hmm. explain to them about what, why acupuncture was invented mm-hmm. way <laughs> back in time? Mm-hmm. How, first of all, how, how old is the practice of acupuncture? So there is some debate as to the exact uh, length of time acupuncture has been around. But it's usually agreed upon that it's between two and five thousand years old. Yeah. So it's, it's and been it around took that while. long. <laughs> it took that long to be respected. Correct. And yet we just, I just, I just, and you agreed with me. I just described mm-hmm. the nerve endings. Mm-hmm. Right, are a very powerful influence on your body. Absolutely. And they left, they, yeah. they didn't go in and <laughs> recognize what had been knowledge after a lot. Of, and it wasn't as if there wasn't enough research to prove mm-hmm. the testing of it all was working. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, when, with the acupuncture, what is the mm-hmm. focus of it all? Would you do that for us? Absolutely. Uh, so first, I just want to say that acupuncture is only one aspect of you know, Chinese medicine, which is one of the reasons I love okay. the medicine I work with, because you have, you know, the herbs and the body work as well. But in terms of the acupuncture, they might not have uh, been able to name the thing, you know, back in the day, but now we can say that acupuncture works because the insertion of these really fine experimentals specific points of the body, which we call acupuncture points or acupoints, they stimulate the nervous system, which, as you just said, runs throughout the entire body, and that starts to pull kind of cascade of biophysiological reactions in the body. So basically, we take a needle, it stimulates a nerve, runs up to the brain, which then, you know, causes response. So, for example, it can cause a response in the immune system. So, um immune-enhancing hormones and white blood cells start to be pumped and then flown through the rest of the body. And as a result, it can help the condition that a patient come in for, but it can also help the entire functioning of the body, um, right? Whether it's the nervous system, the nervous system, the vascular system, the immune system, and that in turn can treat issues like asthma, allergies. Uh, now, what about pain? Yes. Um, so, yeah, actually, okay, because those are things, mm-hmm. yeah, this is something in the country. We've got mm-hmm. some, you know, we're, we're hearing about what opioids did. And right. um, to me, uh, that was inevitable. I watched that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm wondering why they didn't start recommending acupuncture. Mm-hmm. I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could say why it wasn't recognized earlier. Um, when acupuncture has been known for, I think maybe the entire length of its practice to help with the reduction of pain. However, I am glad now that there are a lot of agencies 
um, such as the National Institutes of Health that are recognizing acupuncture can be used in pain, particularly um, mm-hmm. the NIH recognizes mm-hmm. acupuncture as the number one treatment for a low back and osteoarthritis of the knees. Um, but in terms mm-hmm. of pain, what it does is it, again, by uh, stimulating the nervous system, in particular the autonomic nervous system, it helps to release um, our own opioids, if you would say, our endorphins, uh, serotonin, so neurotransmitters, hormones, other chemicals that help not only us to feel better, right, but also to send repair cells to the areas of pain in our body. So we're helping to flush inflammation out and then bring in oxygen and repair cells into the area of pain. So not only can it uh, manage or maybe even resolve pain, but that kind of uh, helps us not, it helps to decrease the need to be on pain medications in the first place, or at least to cut down the amount of pain medications we may use. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, uh, when, you, when your patient comes into mm-hmm. your office, do you ask them how much water they've been drinking? So again, acupuncture now, will is only one part. Be, will the acupuncture be as effective if they don't? You don't get them programmed to drink water well before you go to do the acupuncture. Right. So that's 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 part of my intake. I, I'm going to ask them about their lifestyle, right, including their diet, their water intake, how much sleep they're having. I I think mm-hmm. uh, did you drink enough water? It's probably the question I I ask probably most often every day to all of my patients. Um, and how much water sure body do most of your patients drink bef- that you find that you have to pursue? Not enough. <laughs> I think the majority of my patients do not drink enough water. I think that they say they're often too busy or they, do- or they don't have water on them. So they often forget to drink water until they're home. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. when you're dehydrated, you're more prone to having inflammation uh, and pain in the body. And we need water right. because not only does it keep right. our, you know, the inflammation down, um, but it keeps everything functioning well. It keeps the joints lubricated. It helps oxygen circulate throughout the vascular lymphatic systems. It helps our cells, our repair cells, you know, all those hormones get to where it needs to go. Right. So, yes, acupuncture is fantastic, right. but I need you to drink water so all those um, hormones we, you know, started to release during treatment can get to where they need to go. Right. Now, over to the diet. Yes. Um, that diet. Now, when, when mm-hmm. they start, when you treat them with acupuncture and you, mm-hmm. you program them about the, with the education of it all, do they, you tell them to, to be on um, with, the, to, with more acupuncture treatments coming, mm-hmm. do you get them mm-hmm. on a, a, a good, a special diet to assist how to, to distribute that water and where it live with, the, with enough water and then the mm-hmm. right diet for the acupuncture and the nerve endings to be able to relate to what you're going to try to achieve with that procedure. Do right. they start a diet? Um, so that is my hope, right? Obviously, um, does everyone follow it? No. However, we do emphasize the importance of nutrition in Chinese medicine, right? And often whatever diet we kind of recommend and discuss, that's going to be based not only on the symptoms that they're having or the condition in which they might have been diagnosed with, but it's going to be on their own underlying constitution, right? Uh, their own uh, self, right? So some people, um, we might say, have a certain pattern of disharmony than others. So that's going to kind of tell us what we want. However, for the majority of people, we would really recommend um, warm cooked foods 
because like water, it's easier for the body to utilize and break down. Warm cooked so food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What is warm cooked food? Okay. So what is uh, the warm cooked food? Yeah, so like soups, congee, broths, right? Even if you if you take root vegetables and cook them, versus you know someone who mm-hmm. maybe eats a salad or they do uh, smoothies every day, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So we would, for the most part, we would prefer that people have um, these warm cooked foods, maybe room temperature water, even hot water with lemon or as herbal teas over right. raw right. foods say. or cold yeah. foods. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to take one break during our whole okay. uh, show today, and don't go anywhere. We're going to be right. right back, doctor, and thank All you right. so much for being here today. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Your eye at the surface of the eye is 99% water. Your body is made up of water. But that organ of the eye connected to the brain And the brain is 70 to 80% water. What might be anxiety, vision impairment, and they've now proven dry eye can cause vision impairment to blindness. If you're on medications, if if you've had uh, your environments and atmospheres that are causing you to be drier, you're under a lot of stress, and uh, challenges, your eyes can go dry because of over-evaporation of that 99% water has to maintain as it lives with the atmosphere. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the only global supplement to supplement that with a handheld spray mist to humidify with tissue culture grade of 100% water to be able to supplement, to slow that down, to work with it. I think in time it's going to work with, like you do your teeth, you learn what your toothbrush could do. You need to supplement that organ of the eye. All ages use it, and people globally, it's in China now, starting to grow. We need people to be highly educated about the organ of the eye. It's 99% water at the surface evaporating and getting dry eye. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Talking to Dr. Sarah Faggett Alleman in Washington, D.C., who was recognized as one of the top physicians of the year in 2019. And she has her specialties in Chinese medicine. Uh, doctors, thank you for being with us today. Uh, teaching us today about that nutrition, I know that nutrition is going to be the next medicine, they say. And I think it right. will be accepted long before mm-hmm. a thousand years come. <laughs> I think right. it could be any moment. <laughs> Um, I want to ask you again, when you're doing mm-hmm. acupuncture, you're focusing yes. on how much water they drink for it to work. Yes. And then you're mm-hmm. focusing on a good nutrition plan during the Absolutely. different times. They, they keep coming back to Correct. get it to, to be effective for the body to be able to uh, really be of value to, with the acupuncture. Now, again, describe what you think they should be eating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we think that acupuncture Chinese medicine is a lifestyle medicine. So, yes, the acupuncture coming in for the treatment is important, but it's just as important um, as, what, you know, as what you're putting in your body. And as we discussed, it's important that you're drinking enough, you're staying hydrated enough, and it's important that you're putting the right things in your body or that maybe you're staying away from things that do not serve your body. So when a patient comes to see me, we do a very uh, thorough health history. We see what's going on, what has been going on, what they might be predisposed to, and based upon that, we'll talk about some dietary therapy, meaning like foods they should include, foods they should stay away from. However, for the Mm -hmm. most part, we really uh, recommend that patients, uh, if they can, that most of their foods are warm and cooked. And by this, I mean that they're not eating a lot of raw foods just because when a food is warm and it's cooked, it's more easily easily utilized by the stomach. Uh, The nutrition or the nutrients can uh, get to where they need to go and do what they need to do, whereas raw foods, while they do have their own benefits, can be a little bit harder for the body to break down. And if that patient already has another condition, then we want all the energy going to uh, repairing that condition, right, not being split between all these other different things. Okay, now are you working also on the digestive to where they have a good body elimination of digestion uh, during this to make for Mm -hmm. the nerve endings to be able to not have to be overworked? 
that they work uh, more relaxed uh, because they're digesting Mm -hmm. their food better. What do you recommend to them for digestion? So, okay, so if you're having someone's having trouble with digestion, whether it's bloating or maybe it's, you know, irritated bowel or maybe it's constipation or it's just they're not... Yeah, constipation uh, is eliminating, yeah. Right, so eliminating, yes. So with that, again, we want water intake. I'm going to recommend that they do warm or room temperature water, warm water, or they're going to do water in the form of natural herbal teas, like green tea is really good. Fennel tea is really good. Fennel is really good for the digestive tract. Um, And then we're going to want them to get foods that we say help in Chinese medicine terms strengthen the spleen chi. In Chinese medicine, it's the spleen chi that kind of helps the the bowels. Right, evacuate or go out as they should, and so foods that are good for that. So think of the spleen; it's kind of like a, ye- a yellowish color. So foods that are yellow. Think of you know squash, pumpkins, root vegetables. We'd recommend increasing those, um, and then uh, decreasing cold foods, slummy foods like dairy, uh, just because in, in Chinese medicine, dairy tends to kind of create phlegm, and phlegm can kind of gunk things up. Right. Now, on the herbs, which, what yes. herbs do you recommend when you get the, your patients to come in to get them? Okay, um, so. I know it's going to depend upon the, uh, <laughs> the, the reason that they're there and uh, mm-hmm. the symptom but, and all. But once you get them into this program mm-hmm. and get it going and try to get the acupuncture to be really effective mm-hmm. and, and, and especially for pain, because people right. don't get out of pain right away. Uh, what do you recommend for er- Chinese herbs? Because it's a, chi- it's a different world, Chinese medicine. Yes, it is. So the thing about Chinese herbs is we don't usually prescribe a singular herb. We do something called, we do formulas, right? So it's a mixture of anywhere between like three and eight different herbs. And it's a very small dosage of each that together have a type of medicinal effect. So for someone who has digestive issues like constipation, we would want to help or we would want to help them by giving them an herbal formula that helps to strengthen the middle and the middle being like the spleen, the stomach, the large intestine that helps to promote it to digest and then to evacuate as it should. Now, and then in, in terms of someone who has pain, we would give them an herbal formula that's known to help pain and that it helps to move what we call blood stagnation, right? When you have inflammation, the blood's not always flowing freely. So we would do something like that. Now, and a, you a lot have of times people come. Find, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish that. Oh, I was, what were you saying? I was just, no, it's okay. But some of the times you, you will see uh, familiar herbs within the formulas. For example, you'll often see cinnamon and ginger turmeric, right? Which we know... Mm-hmm. Um, or some of us are starting to realize are really good for inflammation and overall health as well. Okay. Okay. Now, do you find that people come to you for another serious one, addiction? Um, Yes. The addiction is also Mm -hmm. something that people find on medications or Mm -hmm. on uh, many things that get them triggered to be yes. addicted. And uh, I've been studying uh, with mm-hmm. throughout the world uh, uh, the, the word addiction. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that people 
it doesn't, you don't go out and look for it. It happens to some people that Mm -hmm. have a um, weakness to the body craving because our bodies decide for us. People have a tendency, doctor, and you can agree with me or not. The body Mm -hmm. is in charge of us. We think we're in charge of the body. I don't. The body is a living life of its own. Yes. On its own living. We have to learn. I would agree. Mm -hmm. That we have to learn how to listen to it. And as we listen, no different than the earth is listening to how to live with the solar system. The earth Mm -hmm. is having to live with all, everything it created on this planet of life. Right. It's always drawing at water mm-hmm. out of the atmosphere and, and the rivers and, and the oceans, and it's trying to live with all of that and keep mm-hmm. all that life moving with the organism of water and the rhythm. And people have to learn to listen to themselves. Yes. Now, yeah, when absolutely. something is craving, like chocolate, mm-hmm. right. do we overindulge or do we just enjoy a piece of chocolate and not overindulge because we can feel it, what it's doing? Or could right. it be running down the block knowing your knees are hurting? It could mm-hmm. it be that isn't quite, that's an addiction because you're knowing you're going to have problems with your bones. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an ad- they won't quit. I watched it. Right. <laughs> then you come along with the, you go to the mm-hmm. dentist, and the do- and the dentist gives you a pain per- pill to be right. able to have because after the dental appointment, something so right. simple to all ages, and or you have a fall, you're an athlete, mm-hmm. and you start with falling. And injuries mm-hmm. and pain. Yeah. And to relieve the pain, they invented a drug. Right. Or even across the counter stuff mm-hmm. that you can start popping to try right. to see how it works. Now, yeah. with addiction, I can imagine what a good diet would do, number one. Mm-hmm. To start getting getting rid of that craving in time, then exactly. acupuncture, mm-hmm. then acupuncture with it, and water to drink plenty. I don't mean yeah. drinking it with tea, water. Right. And I like mm-hmm. your idea of the the more room temperature waters. Mm-hmm. People have a tendency to love to crack ice and drink it with. Oh that. yeah, but <laughs> their body is ninety eight degrees. Mm-hmm. To be able to absorb that water, you've got to be able to drink it within the temperature the body will absorb, not just flush out out right away because it's exactly. cool. Right. Uh, yes. Now, uh, back to the addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, there, um, do you have very many people coming in now finally? Um, being recommended with addiction? Yes and no. So some people will will come in because they know that they have an addiction. However, most people who come in 
with some sort of addiction, they come in with another, uh, they come with another, uh, I guess what we call, uh, they say they have another, you know, uh, symptom going on, but they, it's only really okay. when we start getting into the treatment that they're like, hey, you know, okay. I've been having trouble with this or that. And it's like, okay, well, first thing okay. we need to do is where do we think that addiction came from? What is it right. doing for you? Or how did it serve you in the first place? Right. right. And by by figuring out what the root cause of that addiction is, that's how we then treat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, for example, for someone who maybe not quite as serious, but potentially, right, so let's say we have someone who craves sugar, right? They just can't stop eating sugar. It's like, okay, is that something physical? Is your body missing some kind of nutrient? Is it something with the functioning of one of your, you know, the organs of the gastrointestinal system? Or is it something emotional, or is it a combination right. of all three? Right. And with these sodas mm-hmm. and Mountain Dew and all that, they just chug it. Yeah. Right. And then, More than yeah, and then again, human. you have to bring back in yeah. the lifestyle aspect, just like you, we've already yeah. mentioned. Because you have to yeah. treat the addiction, but you also have to make sure that moving forward, our lifestyle then matches what we're trying to, to help mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, today, before you go, we're not, we don't have too much more time is mm-hmm. our, the corona disease and flus. Yes. The United States has a lot of flu problem without mm-hmm. a corona even. I couldn't believe yes. how out of control <sighs> the flu virus mm-hmm. is with flu yeah. and taking lives yeah. with the flu. Now, mm-hmm. is that the lungs, the weaker lungs, not good enough breathing habits? Not drinking enough water. It could be. It could be a combination of all of them. Uh, In my opinion, Chinese medicine says that there are three levels of qi or energy in the body that are really important to have a good immune system. We have what we call wei qi, which is the outermost level of energy, which I think some would liken to our first line of defense, right? Our skin our respiratory system, and then we have the blood level, and then we have the deeper yuan qi, or constitutional level, like what, how we came into the world as, right, our terms of health as we were born. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to wei qi being disturbed, that's our, our susceptibility to getting a cold, like the flu, whether it's influenza or it's, you know, the new coronavirus, right? How strong is well, wei qi? Well, it becomes contagious. Yeah, yeah people... And are mm-hmm. spreading it to each other, and right. uh, the virus. Now, have you noticed that the flu, the flu shot isn't working? Even those people are getting it that got the flu. Mm-hmm. But now, what about the pneumonia shot? When people get the pneumonia shot, not the flu, mm-hmm. would it be better because it, pneumonia is really working mm-hmm. on working with the lungs? And right. uh, whereas flu yeah. doesn't stop to think that way, and they should. They should be thinking about working with the lungs, with those viruses, I, with those uh, I vaccines. I actually concur. We need to, yeah. so in Chinese medicine, I, I think what I was trying to get to, but then more simply, is that, yes, uh, the immune system, our Wei Qi in Chinese medicine, the immune system in Western medicine, the lungs are a critical part of that. So we need to critical make sure... Right. Yeah, we, we, we need to, yeah, increase the functioning of our lung system so that it can right. deter or expel, right, the pathogen before it invades deeper. 
And there's right. the invades deeper that our immune, our, our, our body's strong enough to fight and it. There, I think, I, I, I think they're going about it wrong. Mm-hmm. Out there. And uh, did you notice with the Ebola uh, problem? Did you read there where um, they decided, well, let's resort to something so simple, one scientist said, mm-hmm. have them drink a gallon of water a day, and they got rid of it? Right. Did you read that? Yeah, and I know um, with the SARS outbreak, they said there were different uh, traditional Chinese uh, formulas that they used to help with it as well. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. They're learning. Which essentially is... It's, it's food, right? Chinese um, herbs, they're food. So it's like you're eating right. certain uh, food and you're drinking that's, that helps the body. Drinking enough water to keep flushing mm-hmm. and then eating exactly. certain healthier foods to keep that elimination of digestion yes. to eliminate and then let the lungs breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because in Chinese right. medicine, we either want to expel it right, either through the respiratory system, right, we want to kind of mm-hmm. cough it out, uh, mm-hmm. get it out somehow, but if we can't get it up and out, because maybe, let's say it's deeper, right, it's, it's gotten deeper hold of mm-hmm. our body, then yeah, we need to flush it through the kidneys or the bowel. Right, right. Yeah, they're losing way too many people just with the word flu, let alone corona. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, uh, uh, you're familiar with a lot of people in China, um, mm-hmm. What are you finding? How are they living? How, how are they? Is there any comment that they're making? A lot of them are they really worried about it for themselves? Yes and no. So it's I think communication has definitely okay. been uh, damper. So it's it's harder for communication. But every now and then, when we are able to get some word out, it's just yes. There's a fear, and at the same time, it, it does have people tending to go back. To, mm-hmm. to traditional Chinese medicine. That's what they're finding. I don't know if you saw something on the news the other day, but people were lining up around the block, even though there wasn't supposed to be kind of a connotation of people to buy an herb known as Shuang Wang Lian, um, which is kind of antiviral, right? Because it helps to kill the pathogen uh-huh. like, and then excrete it through the body. Um, so people okay. are going back to what they know. Good. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. It is, and I that think, and if you look at the numbers too, they're eventually starting to kind of uh, taper off. At least in China, it's just when they go to other areas that they're not quite sure how to handle, you know, upper respiratory infections. That it, it's more problematic. Right. Well, we're out of time. Is there anything you'd mm-hmm. like? To, we only have about thirty seconds left. Do you have any? <laughs> would you like to? Do they? Can they find you on the internet? Uh, absolutely. So if they just go to easternrootswellness.com or if they type in my name, uh, Dr. Sarah Fackert Alemi in McLean, Virginia, they'll find me and they'll see I've got a couple articles published. I, I think one of the things I did do was um, how acupuncture is really good in not only helping someone who's gotten sick, but it's also really good to be used preventively as well. And I think well, that's thank one you of the most important on. reasons. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on. It went quick for me. I hope it did for you. I enjoyed it. And I'm sure if you, what's neat about internet radio, it'll be on file. So people can come in anytime and listen and learn more about Mm -hmm. what you taught them today. Well, thank you for being here today. You have a nice day. I appreciate it. (laughs) You too. If you ever want to come on again, you let us know. 
<laughs> All right, I will. Have thank a nice you. day, and you be well. All right, audience. I want to thank you for thank you for listening. I want you to put a child's heart in your hands and value all children on this planet. Thank you for listening and be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.